Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, are fables we sing when we're younger. But in the case of Alexander Atula and Conrad Roy III, words don't hurt, but they're deadly. Can a tongue cut like a sword? We find out today on this episode of So About Yesterday. What's up, you guys? This is Chance from So About Yesterday, and I'm here in the building with JR and Sarah. How you guys been doing? Chilling, chilling. Chilling. Well, I'm in an undisclosed location. I'm actually at JR's crib right now recording the podcast uh, because we got some special projects in the works. Uh, First and foremost, I want to talk about Sipping Liberty. Sarah, you did an amazing job representing, you know, the house of us uh, yesterday i watched a lot of pose i love that show thank you give us a little feedback on how that experience was talking to like other podcasts for those of you who don't know sarah has a show called sipping liberty where it basically gets the tea on historical figures but this is your show but definitely just tell us how that was just was oh it was great yeah and um i had two of my friends uh rebs and matt who host another podcast uh, called the Kitchen Table Podcast, and on Halloween I did their podcast and they did mine, so we did a little swaparoo. Uh, it was very entertaining. We talked about Judy Garland, okay. uh, discussed some history, uh, discussed some current topics, uh, little tidbits about uh, the Wizard of Oz lady herself. So no way, very enjoyable. Think you guys will like it. And what's the name of that podcast you're on? Mine is Sipping Liberty, which is on Instagram, uh, as well as iTunes and Spotify. And if you want to follow me and subscribe. So basically, just to let you know, we're kind of like a <laughs> like a Marvel Cinematic Universe of podcasts. So you listen to one. He loves uh, referencing Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's their trademark. But essentially what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to leave a link in the show notes. And we're also going to leave a nice little preview uh, to let you guys get a little taste of what Sipping Liberty is all about. And as far as the show that you were featured on, it's the table, the kitchen table? The kitchen table podcast. Right, so shout out to the kitchen table podcast. Yeah. You guys did an amazing job. We're also going to leave a link to their show as well. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. But speaking of shows, JR is actually working on a satellite show of his own. Ooh. What's going on, JR? What up, what up? So you have a show coming out called Nine to Five. Yes. So this show is basically chronicling people's hustle. So once again, your show is about people who are living the American dream, and instead of waiting for a seat at the table, they're basically grabbing a chair and they're bringing it to the table and they're making things happen for them. They're so, telling their story. They're they're everybody has a dream or everybody has a story. You're the hero. I want to hear how you're winning. Okay. All right, and can we get like a little taste of like uh, a crazy profession that one of your guests may have, or do we have to wait to listen to see what the episodes are going to bring? Can you at least give us like a little tidbit? Yeah, tell us about the come up. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, the rapper. Um, his name is Rico Hundo. Okay. He, he's um, featured all over Instagram. He's been on MTV. Uh, yes, he has. 
It was, uh, what was it, the, the dating show where it was multiple? Yeah. Oh, the same guys? Oh, I she, thought that one was good. She picked him. Did she? Oh, I, didn't get, I didn't see every episode, but I, I saw him in it. I was, like, super impressed. I, was, I know him, too. <laughs> and then I'll give you one more. A friend of mine's who just started working at Star Tenders, which is a bartender. Um, but you'll listen to I don't want to ruin the surprise. No, I give away. Yeah, but you guys are going to have to tune in. And when can we expect, like, the episodes to start dropping? Um, 2020. 2020. Now, once again, we actually have a really cool teaser that we did, and then we posted on Instagram. And if you follow us on So About Yesterday or Random JR or, or Sarah, what's your Instagram? <laughs> uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. Um, just, you know what? Go to our Instagram. It's in there. Uh, it's it's smore9943. Uh, you're not going to know how to spell my last name. Just go to Sipping Liberty and you'll see me in there. It's, you know, it's, it's way easier to spell. I don't blame you. Perfect. Well, mine is A. I, I got to get a better handle. I'm not going to lie about it. No, and you're right. One knows my last name, so. Yo, how about we all do random? Right. Just like I have random. It'd be like A that food. You know, like how A's got hockey, A's got bird. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of well, we, we got our own crew. Yes. But speaking of random, um... What's really random is that they actually have done some studies on some bullying. The I didn't know this. The National Center of Educational Statistics stated that more than one out of every five kids are reported being bullied. Now, that's reported. So could you imagine the other kids that aren't reported being bullied at oh, all? Oh, for sure. That's sad. So, oh, so, yeah. today's, so essentially today's episode is centered around, centered around how the tongue can cut like a sword. So I just wanted to ask you guys, in the wake of these incidents, uh, do you think that we all have a trigger or a phrase that makes us break character? And I'll say, for example, across the board, the whole mama thing. Like, don't talk about my mama, because if you talk about my mama, then that's a trigger for me to act like a stereotype real quick and go <laughs> That immediately makes me think of Back to the Future when he calls him a chicken. And he's like, you just call me a chicken? <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of, like, uh, just triggering, like, we're ready to fight. <laughs> so what's your trigger word, Sarah, or trigger phrase? I think the biggest thing for me, I don't know if it's necessarily a trigger, but uh, whether it's in real life or at work, when anyone thinks that, uh, like, alludes to me being stupid um, or not knowing enough because I'm a woman, that gets me hot. You can tell me anything else all day, and I'll be like, you're wrong. But if someone says something about, like, Oh, well, can I talk to the man? Because I don't like what you're saying. I get real heated. And I'm like, I got to step out of this interaction. Damn. What about you, sir? What about you, JR? Um, (laughs) Trigger words is when uh, people are dismissive. Like, when they say whatever. Like, if I ask you a question and you just say whatever, oh, my God, that pisses me off. It's like, to me, it's a slap in my face. Do you hate when people say K in a text message? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. all the time. Yeah. But then I feel like we live in a world where people aren't that really social in real life, so they don't know how to be social or don't know social cues. Like, oh, instead of sup or hey, how is your day going? Let me take interest in some of your passions and some of your feelings. I think we live in a microwave world where everyone's trying to say, hey, sup, cool, bye. Not, hey, tell me about your day. You know, so those things are kind of messy. So I think when people come off as passive or rude, I think they just don't know any better. And as far as you, Sarah, 
yeah, the world is full, is full of like crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a dicky dick world out there. <laughs> Let's just say that. Because, like, you have a dictionary, you have a dictator, you have a lot of things. And I'm out here with no dick, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're getting dicked around. It sucks. It's insane. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah. So, I mean, hearing these, these reports of these guys, you know, dying because of the bullying they received from their significant others, um, where do you think this all starts? Do you think it's the relationship? Do you think it's the individual that... You know, do you think it's the individual that had issues before the relationship, prior to the relationship that had him do all this craziness? Do you think that it was a bunch of nice dudes who got in these toxic relationships that had them kind of... They, they were probably, like, weak-minded. You, you get what I'm saying? It, they was easily manipulated by somebody who obviously wasn't being positive in their life. I don't understand, like... Somebody telling me, yeah, go ahead, kill my, kill yourself. Like, now these days you say that to people and they take it so serious. Everybody's so sensitive now. Everybody has to watch what they say. I think it's 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 with the way of the world right now. Everybody's just super soft. Back in the day, somebody, if you told your mom or your pops, like, oh, I'm going to leave or I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Okay, go ahead, do it. See what's gonna happen. See who's gonna who's gonna come to your house. Try me. Come to your funeral and stuff like that. She would make you. It would it would be a thing that she would say things. You were like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that. But now you say that to somebody, and guess what? They're actually fucking doing it. But like, now you're kind of sounding a little bit insensitive per se, because now it's just like at the end of the day, you think everyone's a robot. Not everyone's a robot. Even the strongest of the strongest people. Like, when we were talking about in our previous episode about the id and the ego, the front stage and the backstage, someone might be able to take some of your jokes. But then at the end of the day, like, I was, uh, like, where I grew up, insulting someone, kind of, man, you're super short, man, you're super fat. Those were terms of endearment. But then when, as soon as I moved to my new job, I couldn't do that anymore. And I found out that people who I was messing around with took offense to my endearing, playful words. So you're right. I, I would have thought that people would have spoke up, said something, said, hey, man, kind of chill out on that. But they kind of smiled in my face, said, hey, that's hilarious. And then kind of went behind my back and then tried to throw me on the bus and get me fired from my job instead of talking to me like a normal human being. You honestly couldn't pay me enough to be a high schooler nowadays. Like, I would not want to be a teenager in this day and age whatsoever. Because right. uh, back in the day, and even uh, when I was, like, in elementary school, an instant messenger was just happening. Like, yeah. I'm getting bullied then. And that sucks to have people hop on and, like, five people message you on the internet saying, like, you're the fat one of the group. Like, you, it's like that... It sucks reading it more than hearing it sometimes. I don't. So if, if I was a teenager now, yeah. like even in college, I was bullied, and that was when Facebook was happening. So I, I would have to read stuff that people were posting, and this was like on the internet, and everyone could see it. It wasn't just a you said it, and then it's out in the world, and like not everyone was there to hear it happen. But the internet, it's going to always be there. You post something on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, like you're going to, you could be bullied in five seconds 
and thousands of people could know. But all you have to do is click it off. Like, just get off. Yeah, but people aren't that strong. Like, it's more, like, for people to see across the world, like, oh, I'm, like, they put up some shitty stuff about me. I don't give a fuck. Because I'll never see half of these motherfuckers, because guess what? Half of them don't even step at that house other than to take a picture of their own food half of the time. That's what they're doing. They're not looking at me. So I, if that was me in those situations, I'm saying... No, I would turn off the technology and that would be it. Yeah, but in, in real life, have you ever been that person, either of you, where like, and I, I'll, I'm guilty of it, like, where I may not have necessarily stood up for the person that was being bullied. I just kind of sat there and I didn't, I didn't make fun of them, but I didn't stand up for them. I didn't say anything. And I was just like, right. uh, and kind of went along with whatever one else is saying. That's why I feel like the internet is. You could just go along with it. If I click the like button, or even if I just see it, and then I tell someone else at school, hey, did you see this shit that happened? Now everyone's going to know about it. I'm so glad you guys are saying this because the Center for Disease Control in 2017 did a study, and they found that among high school students, 15.5% are cyberbullied, and 20.2% are bullied on school property. And the question I was going to bring to you guys is, do you think social media has amplified the issue of words hurting people because drama can be brought to the household? Totally. And be permitted 24-7. So no longer can you just say, like you're saying, JR, I'll just ignore you guys. You guys go ahead and like take pictures of your food. Now you're constantly, it's going to be on your mind. Not only am I being made fun of at school, but I can't even look at like my grandma's like photos. I can't even do like simple stuff. It gives you a different perception of that person. Like right. drama is even used to make money. Like if you're talking, you know, Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, uh, James Charles, like within the like makeup community and stuff like that with YouTube, like there's always going to be shade. Uh, even like the Kardashians, like drama is always going to just like sex sells, drama sells. So children are watching these things. And I say children, I kind of mean more teenagers, but they're watching this stuff and they're like, oh, that's not terrible. But you got to think of like the small psyche that like a teenager has. And I think back in the day, like I totally agree with JR. Like, oh yeah, do it. What are you going to do? But nowadays we're like, yeah, you could do it. What's the repercussions? I die. Like there, there's not, there's no uh, line anymore. Like, children and maybe it is rougher than what we had it maybe that's why the suicide rate has gone up maybe it it is worse what i think it is like everybody is so soft and like they're not really they're they're just like not people they're not interacting with other people they're interacting with their devices because they they were never taught how to it starts in the household yeah. In the household, when you, if you're watching somebody like on a phone, when's the last time you said, "Hey, you know what's going on?" You know, outside of this, or do you just kind of let people tweet and Instagram and do their own and, thing? And everybody does that. I go, I go to a party now, and I'm, I'm dated. I'm, a, I'm a date myself. Like back in the day, we go to a house party, we would talk, we would party, we would dance, we would enjoy ourselves. We would not worry about a picture. Nobody worried about a picture because everybody was so inclined about what was going on and now these days these kids are raised to be it's okay to take all these pills and i think that's what's leading them into this so they feel so a certain type of way so they take a pill and now that they're addicted to these pills these pills are making their minds a little bit think like if somebody says kill myself i'm like yeah i should 
Are we talking like Molly or antidepressants? I'm talking about um, like some of the depressants, or then they're taking they're taking these antidepressants, then they're plus taking drugs and drinking, and it's just becoming like a thing all together. Antidepressants make it better, but you're right. If you drink while you're on antidepressants, like it can totally mess it up. I'm not gonna say antidepressants is gonna be the thing that's gonna drive me to kill myself. I'm saying. No. The mixture of everything because antidepressants is just it's like vitamins to me now. Right. But like Sarah yeah, said, you get to um, take it, it's gonna make you even worse. No, but just like Sarah said, like we kids are exposed to drama at a young age, and just like we have become exposed to all these school shootings, it's no longer shocking and we become desensitized to it. So do you think kids being exposed to drama, being exposed to violence, they become desensitized to these issues, so much so to a point that they don't know how to empathize. They have a lot more unless, stress, for sure. Right, and they don't know how to they, empathize unless they use a fucking emoticon. They don't. They don't. They, they like, and I'm, I'm falling into that category, like, not because I'm, I've seen it grow. I'm saying I'm falling into that category because before... I would run over to help out somebody. Now I'm whipping out my phone to record it because I, like, I'm seeing a fire. I'm watching somebody's, like, car go up on fire and I'm pulling out my phone. I was like, yo, slow down. I need to get this video. That's, and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I should be going over there to help. I should be making sure everybody's okay. I should not be causing an accident or saying, yo, can you move back? Because you're driving and I'm trying to record so I can get this video. So, and then what? I get into another fucking accident? That's my fault. In the world of me, look, I'm holding my fucking phone right now. The world that we live in, that's what's happening. And I find it interesting because, GR, you're probably one of the most... probably one of the most uh, interactive, most hands-on Instagrammers in our group. And stuff. I thought you were going to say handsome for a second. I think it's kind of interesting that for someone that has a couple of thousand followers, it's just, it's just it's interesting how you can have all these followers and then still have a sense of groundedness. So how do you balance? So for someone that has more followers than me and Sarah combined yeah. uh, how do you how, what do we tell people think, what do we tell people that they can do to maintain that balance of social media and real world social life oh I, I give myself fucking timers like I give myself a month or I give like I'm putting like 40 minutes on my phone like that's how much I can use social media and then there's other things I put into place for that you get up in the morning the first thing I do is grab my phone? No. The first thing I do is should be wash my ass. You know <laughs> what I mean? But that's the, everybody's thing. It's like, oh, let me look what's going on. Let me see what's... Today's news, it's all fucking bullshit, man. And then guess what? I'm feeding myself that bullshit. I'm probably on antidepressants. I was probably getting fucked up the night before while I was on antidepressants. And now I'm all like... I'm not saying I'm doing that, but I'm, let's just say in this today's world, that's, that's, what's, that's what's happening. It's just, this is ridiculous, man. So, I'm going on, I'm just... I'm no, so circling back and around... <laughs> so circling back and around to the ridiculousness and going back to these text messages, do you think that the girls that urged their boyfriends to kill themselves understood the power of, like, their words? I don't know. I don't know if they actually understood the, uh, the level of it. I mean... I did. I watched a HBO documentary um, a 
about the one girl that did urge her boyfriend uh, to commit suicide. And I think on some level, it may have just been wanting attention. Maybe she had her own, you know, fucked up personality and issues that she had. And it just kind of fed into his same problems. Um, and a lot of it seemed to be feeding off the fact that she was gaining a lot of friends in order to like, oh, like talking about this drama. I think my boyfriend wants to kill himself. And then once he actually did commit suicide, oh my God, I feel so bad. Like all this stuff. And she was getting all of this um, almost like... Flag. No, not flag, but uh, um, condolences. Like she was getting people's, you know, pity. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can help you and talk to you. She's getting a lot of attention from him. So, I mean, maybe that was her end goal. But at that age, like, I I think anyone has the morality to understand that you shouldn't. Like, suicide's not the answer. Like, you shouldn't push someone to do that. And you should definitely. If like, that person's telling you, and, and this is just me. sociopathic to tell someone. Tell them you say, yeah, go ahead, do it. What kind of individual am I having around me to tell me, yeah, go ahead, do it? Obviously, and this is this man's girlfriend? Right, and there's over a thousand, at least a thousand texts in both cases. Get the fuck that out of here. 1,000 texts in one and 4,000 texts in the other one. Yeah. That's his fault. That, you, you know what? I, I, oh, it, it gets me yeah, mad. It, That's him saying, I, I'm, I'm okay with being punished. For what did you do? Love. Yeah, but love. Is, that, is that any different than like a abusive relationship? Like someone that's getting hit or someone that, you know, sank thousands of dollars into something? Like, like is that like any different than anyone else? No, actually, I'm so glad you said that, Sarah. Came to a death, which is terrible. But I'm saying, does that distinguish from anything else? I'm so glad you said that because it came to mind the original kill yourself text message. You know what that was? Yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Oh shit! So if you think about it, <laughs> throwback. Yeah, that's that's the original, original. They loved each other, right? Yeah. Just like so. If someone, I mean, that was slightly different. It's not right. like Romeo yeah. was like, "You should do it." Like, right? They're like, "We're gonna kill ourselves because our parents hate us, and we'll probably be together in death." But and they I, have I, a choice of free will. Yeah. But like when you're in love, love makes you do crazy things. I don't think we're in love. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, if you're in love, think about it. The harder you love, the harder you hurt. So it hurts you when someone breaks up with you if you're in love with them because you invest so much time and energy. So if the person that I give my heart to tells me to kill myself, well, that's crazy because that's my world telling me that I'm not worth it. So even though I know that I have self-worth, my worth is put in that person. So I'll be honest. You know, when I was dating before I met my beautiful, amazing wife, hey, babe, I love you. Um, Shout out, kids. Yeah, I'll do the dishes tonight. She worked so hard. Anyway, um, I had an infatuation with people I used to date. I didn't have any self-respect. The idea in my mind was I'd much rather be in a miserable and in a relationship instead of by myself and not and, and happy because I felt like I was not worthy enough to be loved. So that's why I feel like I'm not going to find any better than what I have now. But then after going through all the drama, I dated a girl that said, I want you to get over the death of your mother. And then once you do that, you'll be man enough to be like dateable. 
like, or I had to like apologize to her mother because I greeted her and she thought that I was mocking her talking the way that I'm talking right now. So love will make you do some really stupid stuff. And we all know this because we've all been in love at one point in our lives. We've all had our hearts ripped out and we know how that feels. And for someone to be told to kill yourself and this is your heart, this is your world, then of course it's crushing, of course it's sad. Of course, of course it's bad. So yeah, I mean. What was his friends? They probably didn't have any. I don't think he had that many. But that's the thing, like, once again, it goes back to the world, are you checking in on your friends? Like, are you talking to them or are you no. just texting them? And that's, that's the problem. It goes sure. back to, like, everything that's happening with social media and stuff like that, kids are losing but why do we have to blame social media? There's been people that have been anti-social way before social media. So, yeah. I agree. No, yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, there was, there was that happening before social media was happening. Um, so, I'm just going to say this, you guys. Um, at the end of the day, just find a way to kind of know who you are build yourself and even though it's hard you got to surround yourself by good people uh because once again if you don't know who you are and if you're that fragile then that's that, that's a scary thing but you know you fragile just, in the sense of uh if you like were considering loving yourself or like maybe yeah your friend because it builds up it has if you have a weak foundation in your home if you build a home with a weak foundation it's, de- it's bound to fall like a deck of cards, like a house of cards. So if you build a straight, narrow, strong, and good foundation, then anything or any kind of condition that kind of comes your way, you you won't really result to maybe ending your life. Maybe you'll find... What was so problematic to me, too, is that his parents were super nice and, like, not, not abusive. Like, he didn't have any other issues. I think it was just him struggling with depression to begin with and then working towards that. So, I mean, if you are struggling with issues, um, I definitely say seek help if someone like, if someone like that, like that girl, like his girlfriend is trying to push you towards that, like, well, you definitely, yeah. Toxic people out of your life, you know what I mean? Like, if, if these people are not there uplifting you, why are they even there? Like, if they have not done anything positive, if they don't come over and check on you and say, hey, and say something uplifting to you, then get them the fuck out of there, bro. Because they are not going to be there helping you out for anything at all. Just look out for you and for the ones you care about. Right now, in 2020, it's going to be your year. Get those people out of your life. Get those girls that want to tell you that you don't amount to anything out of there. You do you, and you be happy, whether you're in a relationship or you're single. Either or. Exactly. And as the words of my homegirl, Dolly Parton, who, by the way, wrote, I will always love you. I didn't know that. I think that was... Yes, she did. That was super dope. Actually, I found that fact out at Spider-Man Homecoming. That's uh, (laughs) a great movie, by the way. But anyway, as she said, if you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one. And on that note, my name is Chance. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Don't you fight. <laughs> Who are you fighting? They are. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>
and this is so about yesterday and we'll figure out how we're going to end our podcast (laughs) we'll see you guys later be safe bye thank you how do you work this thing oh this is sarah's mom and this is my favorite podcast I don't really care for swear words, but I do care about you subscribing and listening every Thursday. Mama knows best.